and welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here your news, reviews, discussion, and of course, stories. I'm your host, Fred, and that great theme music is by Roger Gregg of Crazy Dog Audio Theater, and I'm reporting it to you at 6 o'clock at night here in the woods of Maine, uh, my home, and actually quite a safe place, but we do have sounds of coyotes and other critters at night, um, so I know I have a few friends who are scared to visit me because uh, they've heard a few too many of the ghost stories like the ones I'm going to play for you tonight. Um, so the show is two parts. Um, this is actually a rerun of a piece we played last year at about the same time uh, by Campfire Radio Theater, a uh, marvelous little uh, tale of witches in the woods called Hungry Hollow. Uh, now, John Palandine's uh, Campfire Radio Theater has done a bunch of other great stuff. He invited me to play um, any number of his other works, um, which are also all great. But I'm playing this one for a specific reason, um, one that was field recorded um, somewhere out, I think he said in Tennessee, somewhere out in the woods uh, on a recorder much like this, the Zoom H2. Um, it inspired the piece I'm going to play first, which is a local piece. I wrote it. Uh, we worked with a group of high school students to produce it um, called Vampire at the Vernal Pool. Um, and this was conceived a uh, lady who sort of helped head up the affair on the sort of eastern trail front effort um, had heard uh, John Ballantyne's story on Radio Drama Revival and been interested in this idea of recording uh, stories in the wilderness as a way of getting youth to engage with uh, said wilderness. So there's this wonderful Eastern trail system out here in Maine. Uh, we wanted to have a way to get a bunch of high school students to engage with that trail system. And the story Vampire at the Vernal Pool was the product of that, uh, was recorded by me on behalf of Final Rune Productions um, with this outstanding group of high school students. Um, I've had great uh, work with high school students um, and their teacher, uh, Carolyn Goslin, who uh, has helped me get into the mill buildings and other cool places here in Biddeford, Maine. Um, this piece was recorded on the Eastern Trail in Maine, um, directly inspired by Campfire Radio Theater. So that's a little shout out to John's work. Uh, we're going to hear Vampire at the Vernal Pool first uh, by Final Room Productions. You are the first people to hear this, really. Um, it's part of this really cool effort, and I'll put links to what they're trying to do. They're trying to uh, GPS embed this story at the the actual trail so if you're just sort of innocently hiking around you might end up uh, hearing it and get spooked the crap out of you um, as well as uh, in the context like you're about to hear here on Radio Drama Revival so uh, Vampire at the Vernal Pool uh, followed by Campfire Radio Theater and by the way the Save Radio Drama Revival Kickstarter is still running um, on the Kickstarter search for Save Radio Drama Revival we're hoping to raise some more funds for our big uh, production contest to be held in January 2015 if we can raise enough funds. Um, but on to the stories. Welcome to the Eastern Trail behind Southern Maine Healthcare in Biddeford. My name is Carolyn Gosselin and I am an English teacher at Biddeford High School. A group of my students joined audio dramatist Fred Greenhalge from Final Rune Productions to create an entertaining way to experience the trail's ecology. What you're about to hear is an original production entitled Vampire at the Vernal Pool. This production was recorded on this section of the Eastern Trail using a portable audio recorder. We hope you enjoy the very first installment of Trailside Theater. Hi, it's about 7 p.m. getting dark quickly on us. We have been in the field all day collecting field samples and identifying species. We have, as expected, numerous sightings of wood frog egg masses, spotted salamander spermatophores, and caddisfly larvae. 
fairy shrimp were observed at the first vernal pool we visited. Though this is a biological survey, I have also taken the opportunity to photograph some plants of interest, including Lindera benzoin, common name spicebush, which is listed as special concern. We are now at a new unmapped pool, which could clearly be classified as significant based on the high concentration of both wood frog egg masses and spotted salamander spermatophores, but somehow this area has been excluded from earlier surveys. It is remarkable. Looks like ideal habitat for state endangered Blanding's turtles and, most exciting, we had a confirmed sighting of Williamsonia lintonari, common named ringed bog haunter, which is of course listed by the state as threatened. This dragonfly is nearly impossible to identify except when emerging in the spring, so our timing is very fortunate. Okay, my students appear to be excited about hey, some- Hold on. What is it? We found some poop. You mean? She means scat, yes. What kind of scat is this? It looks like, hmm, bat guano. But no, that doesn't make sense. That would have to be an entire colony of bats, maybe more. I thought white nose syndrome caused most bat colonies in our area to collapse. Yes, that's right. If there is, in fact, a colony as large as this guano would seem to indicate, and this early in the year, then the bats must have hibernated here. That would be quite a find. Only a few hibernacula have been recorded in Maine, and none of significant size. We should take a deeper look. Um, Prof, isn't it getting late? No, it's just proceeding from dusk into full dark. I think she means she wants to go home. And do you? Well, I do have classes tomorrow. I thought you both agreed that field biology was more important than the book curriculum. You want experience in your area of study, don't you? This is potentially huge. Think about it. All bats are in critical decline due to white nose. If we have a healthy, thriving bat colony here in York County, that would be a tremendous find. But why can't we come back tomorrow? Look at this. It's fresh. Probably not more than a day old. And it's just dark now. The bats will be just starting to become active, which will make it easier to investigate their hibernacula without bothering them. We'll complete some more field work this weekend but I'd like to at least get this GPS coordinates if we could. Yes, All right, well, you both have headlamps, right? Mm. What? Hey, I got the light app on my smartphone. Okay, well, great. If you run out of light out here, you can't blame me. I told you to stop by L.L. Bean. Sorry. Fine, um, here, while we can still see a bit, I think I see... Is that more guano in that direction? Let's check it out. Yeah, so we're out here in the middle of the swamp, and Prof just went sticking his nose into some cave. This kind of sucks. I was supposed to be going to the Big Greg show in Portland tonight with my friends. I'm only a freshman, I'm not really sure I'm even into this biology thing. Hey, did you steal his recorder? Shh, I just... <laughs> I thought it'd be kind of funny to add to my commentary. Not when he comes up and finds you screwed with his notes. You're such an idiot. What? You want to be out here instead of back at the dorms partying? As a matter of fact, yes. Do you realize how amazing an opportunity this is? We're about to discover a huge colony of bats in southern Maine. Like, there isn't that much unfragmented habitat down here, and to discover a healthy population would be- You sound just like him. What? So you want to just get drunk? Why do you think I brought this Red Bull along? You think it's just water I got in this? <laughs> You're an idiot. You're going to get yourself kicked off campus. Don't expect me to cover it for you. I won't. 
god, my god, my god! That doesn't sound very scientific of him. Let's go check it out. What is it? Look, it's amazing. Oh, gross. That's just more poop. Guano. Uh-huh. This is truly extraordinary. This can't be any species of native bat. Look at it. This, I mean, this is as large as bear droppings. But it must be bat. I'm, I'm at a loss for words. Can you pass me my iPhone? I want to take some photos. Uh, um, yeah, here. Hey, this thing is on. It's recording. For the last seven minutes. What were you recording? Nothing. Really? So if I stopped this recording now and rewound it, I wouldn't hear you saying snotty things about me? Um, you don't rewind iPhones. I didn't mean literally. Look, can you just get your photos so we can all get going? I didn't sign up to be here all night. Do you understand how monumental this is? This is an amazing find. Right under our noses to see um, a new- Guys, cough. Excuse me, I'm talking. No, no, it's not like that. Prof! 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 Why are you teaming up on me? This is the biggest thing you'll ever discover in your life. Oh. Oh god. What is- What is that? Is this thing on? Hey, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry we ever got involved in this. I only wanted some extra credit. I think- I think it- Oh god, it's coming for me. I'm sorry, okay? Hold it together, this isn't a pity party. I wanted to say, Prof, he, um, he was the first to go. He went for that freshman. Oh my god, I've been with her all day and I don't even know her name. But Prof stopped it. He got his headlamp out and shined it in the thing's face. It seemed to disorient it for a minute, which gave me enough time to snatch the iPhone and get out of here. But Prof, he wasn't so lucky. I can still hear, still hear what it sounded like when he, oh, oh god. And then it got the freshman after all. Idiot, wouldn't turn around with me. Just stood staring at the thing like, like she was trying to figure out what color it was. She kept saying, it's not a bat, it's not a bat. And I was like, no kidding, it's a freaking monster. And she was like, no, no, we can't let anyone think bats are bad, right? Bats are good, important ecological indicators or um, something like that. It's not a bat, no, it's a monster. It's something like a, it's a bear with wings. It's the only one he knows. I'm trying to enjoy the outdoors. Yeah, alright. Hey. What? What's that? It looks like an iPhone. It's like recording something. That's weird. It's running a GPS app. Yeah, like it has all these notes on it. Like someone was looking for something. Yeah, like what? I don't know, but look at this GPS coordinate. It's labeled Big Find. Big Find, huh? What do you think? It's probably a geocache. Maybe. Unless maybe that was a pirate who buried treasure there. Can always hope, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, can we go? What, seriously? You want to check it out? Uh, yeah. Come on, let's go. Um, okay. I guess so. We are still a couple miles from the main road, and it'll be dark soon. You got a headlamp? Of course I have a headlamp. Alright, well, here goes.
I want to thank the following students for their work to create this production of Vampire at the Vernal Pool. Gavin Avery, Isaiah Woodward, Scott Gosselin, Bailey Parento, Kristen Morneau, Alex Morneau, and special guest, Henry the Dog. Thank you for listening, and we hope to see you again soon at Trailside Theater. Brought to you by Final Rune Productions in cooperation with the Saco Bay Center for Civic Engagement. There are plants up there that are really sharp and stab me. Oh, there's plenty of mud down here. <laughs> All right, and that was Vampire at the Vernal Pool. You heard it here first on Radio Drama Revival. Uh, check out our uh, radiodramarevival.com for the show notes to go with that to tell you more about this uh, pretty cool uh, way to get youth to engage with the outdoors through the context of radio theater. I hope it takes off, um, and you can learn more about it at our site. Um, And then onward now to the story that inspired uh, this sort of the whole idea of recording on location for uh, the person who organized that project. This is Campfire Theater's Hungry Hollow. Great little dark number. Welcome, friend. Have a seat by the fire. Make yourself comfortable. A winding road through mountains led to a tunnel, black and ominous like the gaping mouth of some grey beast. And once its dark interior was braved, the road split into trails, narrow passes in the hills that swept through a mist-shrouded valley. Here, the legends were thick as the forest, and few dared even whisper. Those tales of the many souls that had tread this ground and never been heard from again. You're listening to Campfire Radio Theater. Tonight's audio play, a tale in the true campfire spirit, is from the pen of John Ballantyne and leads us on a hike through the Blue Ridge Mountains and into the dark woodland of a place known to locals as Hungry Hollow. I gotta reach the tunnel. Reach the car on the other side. Please, God, give me strength to make it before nightfall. Still got some time, but that thing can't be far behind. Whatever it is. There's the ravine. Almost there. Gotta rest. Just for a second. This gully, I can use it for cover. Hide here. Man, my legs are... My legs are nearly giving out. My side's splitting. How long have I been running now? Damn it. So out of shape. I can't believe this is happening. How can this possibly be happening? Pull it together, Jay. You can't afford to lose your wits right now. Not here. Just rest, gather your thoughts, figure things out, right? Just hiked the same trail yesterday. It was supposed to be a relaxing weekend with the guys. (laughs) It's so beautiful here in these hills. Like a postcard. It was all going pretty well until... Till we stumbled on those damn graves.
What'd you find, Jay? One of your old merit badges? No, dumbass. Hey, check this out. Piles of rocks? Jesus on a cracker, what is this? Some kind of burial mound? There's 30 of them. Here in the clearing, more off behind those pines there. You know, I might, I might snap some photos. Who do you think left these, Jesse? I mean, Indians, maybe? Mmm, doubt it. Some of them look fresh. Huh. You know, there's supposed to be some graveyards back here from the old town, way back before they flooded the valley, right? Yeah, they didn't bury the dead like this. There's no headstones or nothing. Dude, I told you it wasn't a good idea cutting through this trail. You're starting with this again? There's a reason we didn't hike this valley when we were kids, man. Mr. Clarkson always took us around Hungry Hollow. What's your point? You saw all those flyers on the trees after we came through the old tunnel? The pictures? Missing hikers? Bet we just found some right here. Mm-hmm. You're a nutcase. Dude, you remember those stories Clarkson used to tell about Hungry Hollow, don't you, Jesse? Yeah, I remember. Clarkson was a superstitious old bird. Maybe so, but man, a lot of people done gone missing in these woods. Let's find a spot, strike camp before we lose light. Okay, sure. Hey, I'm just gonna take a few more shots. Come on, Bill. Let's go grab the packs. Hey man, check out, check out, check out these spiders, man. They're either procreating or or she's eating him. I don't know. I'm not taking a picture of a spider getting knocked up. You're not out of your damn mind. Bill! Let's go, man. Hey man, I wouldn't stay here too long, dude. Yeah. Bill, you coming? There was something fascinating about those rock graves, something almost ritualistic in nature. The way they were arranged, I'd never seen anything quite like it. I finished taking my shots and turned back to reunite with Jesse and Bill, but before I could meet them... Dude, you're not going to believe this! What is it, another burial ground? No, but I made you fine. Come on. I half expected a sacrificial altar or something out of a Stephen King novel. What my eyes met was something entirely different. Did they, did they just um, leave you out here? No, I, I mean, I hope not. We got separated. It's been two days since I've seen them, seen anyone. You've been out here alone for two days? Yeah, I was really going to lose it if I didn't find somebody soon. Living off energy bars and drinking from streams. Thank heaven I bumped into you guys. Lucky you didn't get the squirts. What's your name? Alexa. My name's Alexa. What is that, like Russian or something? I don't think so. Greek, maybe. I'm from Indiana. Can we call somebody for you? There's no towers out here, Peckerhead. No use pulling out your cell phone. So are you, are you okay? You gotta be starving. I got some trail mix in my back here if you want. Thanks. It gets kind of freaky in the woods at night, especially if you're alone. Yeah, it's freaky enough in the daylight. Which direction were your friends going? We came in at Barker's Pass. I think we were headed for some old tunnel. Right, that's where we came in. Funny we didn't pass your friends on the way here. Maybe they doubled back. Listen, we're hiking toward Barker's Pass. And my uncle's cabin's on the other side of the mountains there. If you don't mind our company, why don't you stick with us? I have no idea where I'm at, so I'm at your mercy. Thank you so much. All right, it's getting dark. Let's uh, pitch camp here and get a fire going. Sounds groovy, dude. This pack's getting heavy. Something's wrong here. What do you mean? No, no. Nah, I just don't buy her whole story. Got a feeling we'll wake up and find her wallet's missing or something. Oh, come on. She's legit. I mean, look at her. She could be a swimsuit model. Trust me, girls like that, 
Don't need to pick pockets. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Could Bill be any more obvious? He's practically foaming at the mouth. I can't say as I blame him. Well, why aren't you breathing in her face? Well, I like to play the disinterested aloof card. <laughs> How's that working out for you? Eh. She's out of our league anyway. Well, Bill's talked into sharing his tent. Yeah, he's had a tent pitched for her all night, if you know what I mean. But come on, you don't find her attractive? No, she's good looking enough. I just don't trust her. I've never been hiking before. This is my first time camping, for that matter. What's the story with this place? Hungry Hollow. Dude, it's like cursed or something. Bad mojo in these woods. We'll keep you safe. Thanks. I feel safer already. How did you guys become friends? We all grew up together. Same little town and all. Must have been nice. So the group I was with, my friends, you think they're okay? I mean, that stuff that you were telling me about human sacrifices and witchcraft, the stone graves and all? I wonder if something happened to them. Bill, stop spooking over those stupid stories. I'm sure they're fine. I guess you're right. Well, I've hardly slept in the last 48 hours. I guess I should turn in. Could use some rest. There's an extra blanket in the tent if you need it. Good night. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Scare her into sleeping with you? There's only one sleeping bag. Guys! Guys! Guys, look! Look at this! Excited to pull out your digital, huh? Yeah, see, I was running low on, on film. Hey, take 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 a look. Tell, tell me what you see. Uh, looks like the burial site from earlier. No, 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 no. Look closer, look closer. Back back behind the, the those trees. You see? Whoa, dude. What is that? You tell me. A bear? Who can tell? It's in the <sighs> shade. Can you brighten it up a little? Yeah. Better? What the hell is that? Looks like, um... Are those claws? Dude, what kind of animal is that? No, no, it's, it's, not, it's not an animal. That's not an animal. That... That is someone watching from the woods. Somebody was watching us back there. Oh, jeez. You guys cracked me up. What? It's too dark to make out anything. Are you not seeing this? You know what I bet it is? The old woman. Oh, great. What Here old we go. woman? You know, the old stories. But tell me, what, what are these old stories that he keeps talking about? <laughs> Some nonsense about an old witch that lives out here in the Hungry Hollow. The kind of stuff you tell kids and child-minded adults. Look, I, I don't know what's in this picture, but I'm willing to bet that it's not an old witch. And maybe, maybe it's like you say, Jesse. Maybe it's a trick of the light or something, but... All the same, let's let's keep our eyes open, huh? I, I mean, Alexa's whole group disappeared. Nobody disappeared. She's an inexperienced hiker that just got lost. Okay, but still, still, for for whatever reason, people have been known to walk into these woods and then not walk out again. Sure. You nervous Nellies, keep debating this while I grab a beer. Mushroom. Please tell me you didn't pick those out here. Brought them with me. Tell the truth, man. I'm kind of tripping right now. Okay, why don't you take it easy on the mushrooms? Get some sleep. I guess I'll see you in the morning, Jay. Assuming, of course, that old woman there doesn't slaughter us in our sleep.
Later that night, I awoke to voices outside the tent. I opened a narrow slit, just enough to peer outside. There were rays of faint moonlight visible through the fog, and... Come on, watch your step. It's freezing out here. Shh, it's invigorating. Where are we going? You'll see. It's a secret. But I bet you'll like it, though. I put on a jacket, quietly followed them to a clear spring with a waterfall nearby. (laughs) To my shock, Alexa began to disrobe and slipped into the water. Are you crazy? You'll freeze out there. (laughs) It's not that bad, really. Come on in and warm me up. I'll make it worth your while. uh, Okay, I can't believe I'm doing this. (laughs) You see, it's not that bad, is it? Kind of nice. Now come here. Can't say I wasn't a bit jealous. And for a second, I could have sworn her eyes met, as if she spotted me hiding in the brush, a little knowing smile on her full red lips. I fought my voyeuristic impulse and returned to the tent, got some more sleep before Jesse woke me up at daylight. Jay, get up, man. All right. What, what's going on? It's Bill. He's gone. Oh. Yeah, I tried to tell you last night. He, he and Alexa had this little late night thing. I, I tried to wake you, but it was, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I know all about that now. Problem is, she doesn't know where he is either. Come on. Oh, let's go. All right, all right, all right. All right, let's go through this again. You two sneak off for a little early morning dip. You hear something in the woods. Right. It was like someone was watching us, spying. We heard it moving in the brush over there. So, Bill gets out of the water to investigate. Goes off unarmed into the woods with no clothes like a jackass. Well, yeah, that's what happened. We were both pretty scared. Which way did he go? Off through those trees. Are you okay? Just a little shaken. I don't know what could have happened. Bill just said he'd be right back, and then... After a while, I got really concerned. What did, did you hear anything? Nothing. Could he have gotten lost in the dark, maybe? Uh, Bill's never had a very good sense of direction, so... I shouldn't have coaxed him out here. This is all my fault. No, no, look, hey, don't don't come down on yourself. Anyway, I'm sure he's fine. Hey! Hey, I don't want to alarm anybody here, but uh, there's blood along this path. What you thinking? There's black bears in these mountains. Oh my god. Looks like something was dragged through here. Now I can follow this trail, but I need you to stay behind with Alexa. Last thing we need is a hysterical female on our hands. Yeah, great. That's that's very enlightening, Jesse. Look, let me ask you something. Don't you think it's safer if we stick with you? Yeah, I got a little extra insurance right here. What what the what the hell are you doing with Dave, your gun? This isn't Cub Scouts anymore. You come out here, you bring protection. I'll be fine. You two head back to camp. Hey, Jesse. Good luck. Yeah. You keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. 
Alexa and I returned to camp and sat by the fire. It was a torturous waiting game made bearable only by her company. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't smitten with Alexa, even before I viewed her by the spring in all her natural splendor the night before. As with most things of beauty, I felt compelled to take her picture. Oh, God, stop. My hair is hideous. No, 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 not at all. You're photogenic as hell. Really, it's honestly, it's amazing. I bet you say that to all of the girls. Hey, come on, stop hiding that face. Look, see that hair? Pull that out of your... <sighs> yeah, there you go. Oh, good, that's better. Okay. Hey, are you sure you never modeled before? You know, you'd be a natural. Think so? Yeah, I could hook you up with an agency. That's kind of my, my field. I don't know. I kind of doubt that I'm cut out for that. I'm flattered, though. I was kind of starting to think you weren't attracted to me. Well, I figured, you know, you and Bill. Come on, Jay, really? You didn't really think there was anything to that, did you? Yeah, I, I guess I did, yeah. Don't get me wrong. Bill's a mellow kind of guy. He has his charms. After he gave me a few mushrooms, well... I may have felt a little less inhibited than usual. But really, the guy that I've been... Okay, come on, what? You're the one that I've really had an eye for, Jay. All along. I mean, hasn't it been pretty clear? Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. Maybe I should have been a little less subtle. I just assume you could read the signs. <laughs> signs? What's What signs? Well, allow me to give you a quick lesson. If a woman runs her nails along the fabric of your shirt lightly like this, that means she might be into you. Yeah? Seems like I remember you doing that. Let me see, what else? Standing in close proximity, biting the lower lip, making direct eye contact the way we're doing right now. Sure signs of attraction. That's good to know. Are my cheeks flushed? I believe they are. A dead giveaway. Oh. Uh, why is that? Oh, Jay, don't pretend to be so ignorant of female physiology. How the blood flows to various extremities. Okay. I saw you last night, Jay. Watching. Put away that camera. I don't want this to end up on the internet. You're really a, a sort of a take-charge kind of girl, aren't you? Ow! Hey, your nails! Just a scratch. What's a little blood? What the? Jesse? Step away from her, Jay. Are you crazy? Put the gun down. I don't think so. Not until I show you what this little slut did. What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. Button your shirt, sweetheart. We're taking a little walk. Jesse led us deep into Hungry Hollow, holding Alexa at gunpoint. A dangerous look in his eyes I'd never seen before. We entered a dense canopy of trees that darkened the forest, and there, in the center of the woodland, sat an old house, an ancient gnarled oak growing through its roof. Gray smoke wafted from one of its chimneys. We slowly entered. Why did you bring us here? Why don't you tell me? Jesse? Hey, buddy, maybe you should, uh, you know, put the gun down. Not a chance. 
The inside of the house was in a state of decay. Looked as if it had been falling apart for a hundred years. The place smelled like some rotting slaughterhouse. And at the center of the room were two tables spotted with stains, a rack of hooks arranged above them, meat hooks, as if hunters had used the place to clean game, deer perhaps. But no, that wasn't what had been cleaned here. Jesse? Jesse, where's Bill? Did you find Bill? Yeah. I found him. You know, two tours in Afghanistan. And I saw some really sick stuff, but I swear I never... Jay, don't go over there. It's not worth it. Oh, my God. Jay? Oh, my God. Oh, dear God. Oh. Maybe... Maybe it's true, Jay. Oh, God. The legends. The faces on those flyers. The missing persons. You notice how they were all male? There was something not right about this girl. Please don't do this! For God's sake, Jesse, put the gun down! She deserves to pay for this, what she did to Bill! Jesse, look at her! Alexa couldn't have done this! She's not what you think she is. I'll do anything you want, please! I'm begging you! You turn away. Don't you stare at me with those eyes. Jesse, no! Damn it, Jay, let go! You're not gonna kill her! Don't you see what she's doing? Who's at the door? It's barred. No one's coming through that. Who the hell is that? We've got to get out of here. Who is it? Are you going to tell me or do I have to introduce myself? Maybe we'd better be going. Um, that's a back door. Follow me. Jesse! It's a bear trap. Oh my god. Uh, it's got oh, my leg. I, I can't. I can't clamp tight. I can't find it. I can't. I can't Jay! Oh, jeez. I, I need something to pry it open with. It's it's no use. Jay, she's coming. We gotta try. We gotta try. She'll kill us all. Uh, listen, Jay. Uh, I've got the gun. I'll be okay. Wait. Uh, no. Uh, listen. Go get help. Jesse. You could probably reach the tunnel before sundown, make it to the other side, to the to the vehicles, and you can get a signal on yourself. Call for help. Are, are, you, are you are you sure? Oh my my leg is shattered, Jay. Oh my god. I, I can't walk out of here. And you sure as hell can't carry me. That bitch comes for me, I'll put a bullet in her head, so help me. Now go on. Go on. Go! We must have run for 30 minutes or more, just trying to put as much space as possible between us and that cabin. Never heard a gunshot or anything from Jesse. But the questions, they kept creeping in my head. Oh my god, oh my god. Let's stop here. We have to get out of this valley or she'll follow us. Who is she? How do you know? You have to trust me. That's just it. I don't. There's no time to explain. I'm not taking another step without some answers. Jay, 
The old woman? She's real. I know for a fact that she's real. Seriously? I don't know what was back there. But I doubt any old woman could have hacked Bill to pieces. Or set a bear trap with a hundred pound spring. She has ways about her that you can't understand. Jay, she's very old. Ancient. Do you have any idea how she got that way? I guess you're going to tell me some kind of black magic or voodoo. She eats the hearts of virile young men. Cooks them. A pagan ritual passed down from the old country from long ago. It keeps her alive. Her black heart beating. Her lungs from rotting into dust. That's crazy. It's true. Oh yeah, well why just men, okay? Why not a I don't know, maybe a, a vibrant, fit female like yourself. Because men are her sister's pleasure. Her sister? You mean there's two of them? Long ago, in days past, they might have used the charm of a young maiden from a local village to lure unsuspecting men to their homestead. It was an ingenious snare, worked to perfection. Until they flooded the valley. Without the village, no more snare. No more prey. It became necessary to resort to more creative measures. Older ways. You buy into all this, don't you? This younger sister enjoyed having her way with the victims before they were butchered for ritual. You see, unlike sister, she still possessed a carnal desire. But what man would allow himself to be seduced by a wrinkled hag? Why didn't she just cast some spell? Turn herself into some... Ravishing beauty. Precisely. It was an ancient enchantment, one her older sister could not even conjure, but... Eventually, the younger sibling mastered it well, creating a lovely illusion that many a victim, even with foreknowledge of their fates, were more than willing. Okay, you... You're saying that those poor bastards knew they were going to get carved up, and they still... Yeah. It was a game, really. The male animal. <laughs> so easy to manipulate. But sometimes, in the midst of reckless passion, the prey might slip away. Sister would be very angry, often forbidding such wanton indulgences for fear that another meal might elude them. Get away from me. <laughs> What's wrong, Jay? This is really just... This is really messed up. I'll make it worth your while. I promise. Come back, Jay. Don't be foolish. There's nowhere to run. She was wrong. There was the tunnel. I tore through those woods like when we were kids, ran until my heart pounded, my head dropped. Figured Alexa would somehow work some spell to grab me, snatch me back to Hungry Hollow. But here I am, finally. The mouth of the tunnel is before me. I can see a dim glow of daylight on the other side. I walk past the line of trees with the flyers, the ghostly faces of those missing hikers. All male. I step into the darkness. It swallows me. Keep moving toward the distant light. Keep moving. Jay, don't make this difficult. Stay away from me! 
What's wrong, Jay? If this body doesn't appeal to you, I can be someone else. Anyone. One of your models, perhaps? Or one of your friends? Would that arouse you, Jay? If I were one of your friends? <laughs> Stay back, you sick bitch! Oh, sister will have you one way or the other. Why not take a moment of pleasure before she guts you like fresh game? Just run to the light. Run as fast as you can, before the sun sets, before I get lost in this darkness. Stop wasting your energy, Jay. Sister won't allow you to escape. The other end of the tunnel. It's maybe 50 yards away now. The car's on the other side. I can grab my phone, call 911. Maybe get Jesse airlifted out of here if he's still alive. I gotta make it. I'm gonna make it. You're not going to make it. Jesus Christ! I can hear you in my head! Oh, Jay, I can reach you anywhere. You're my little plaything, you see. I feel your thoughts. I know the things you'd like to do to me, Jay. <laughs> Come and take your pleasure. I'm lying here in the darkness, waiting for you. No, I'm within reach. Stop before it's too late, Jay. I'm warning you. She's waiting. You're lying. Don't you understand? Sisters on the other side. Just a few more steps. Waiting to tear you limb from limb. I'm free! I'm free. Wait a minute. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Where's the, where's the cars? Where's the road in a town? There's nothing but trails leading into woods and... Oh God, the flyers posted to the trees. Dear God, I'm back where I started. Why don't you try again, Jay? Maybe you got turned around in the dark. <laughs> no, I didn't get turned around. I know I didn't. <laughs> You're screwing with my head! Your vehicle could be on the other side of that tunnel. It's too dark now. Too dark. Or perhaps your mind is clouded. Perhaps it's right there in front of you. <laughs> They'll find us. They'll find us. They'll discover what you did to us. And come for you. You and your sister. There won't be anything left of you to discover, Jay. Nothing more than a pile of bones in an unmarked grave under a patch of ground that no one visits anymore. Oh, God. So many lost these woods. So many. So many. been listening to Campfire Radio Theatre. Tonight's tale, Hungry Hollow, was written, directed, and produced by John Ballantyne. Featured in the cast were Blaine Hicklin as Jay, Shelby Sessler as Alexa, John Ballantyne as Jesse, and Alan Wells as Bill. Production assistance by Brian Dunaway. Music by Kevin McLeod, Zero V, Richard Lanehart, and Cormai. Sound design by Tim Holding and John Ballantyne. Additional sound provided by Free Sound Project. 
Mixing and post-production by John Ballantyne. Visit us at campfireradiotheater.podbean.com and on Facebook at Campfire Radio Theater. All right, that was Campfire Radio Theater's Hungry Hollow uh, Campfire Radio Theater. Check out their website. Uh, we'll put links in the show notes for more. They've got all sorts of uh, groovily, gravely tales for this time of year. Um, and we're going to be back next week, Radio Room Revival. Uh, we'll try to beat, it'll be actually the 31st. Uh, Halloween night is the day our podcast ordinarily goes out. I'm going to try and beat that, uh, try to get us out by maybe Wednesday of next week, just so we can have uh, a couple days lead time. We'll have a two-hour special for you this year with uh, some of my favorite uh, dark horror tales from across the years. Sort of a tradition here in Radio Drum Revival. Um, and we're going to make that happen for you. So, all right. And with that said, uh, check out the Save Radio Drum Revival campaign. Your donations and support uh, make this podcast happen. It really can't happen without you. It is uh, for you. Uh, you guys demanded it, keeping me keeping me going. So uh, hit us up at the Kickstarter campaign, Save Radio Drum Revival. Um, hundreds of hours of archives at radiodramarevival.com, organized by genre. Uh, find us on iTunes, uh, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, uh, all three of those, and Twitter, at Radio Drama, Facebook, Facebook.com, slash Radio Drama Revival. All right, that's a wrap for this week. Radio Drama Revival is produced by yours truly, Fred Greenhalgh. Copyright of individual shows remains their original producers, but do please share this show as far and widely as you'd like. Radio Drama Revival originates in on-air radio at WMPG-FM, that is Southern Maine's community radio. This podcast at RadioDramaRevival.com as a labor of love. Till next time, keep your mind and ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week. <laughs>